It's a beautiful autumn day here in Melbourne. The sun is out, the sky is blue, the temperature is nudging toward a perfect 25 degrees Celsius. Dare I say it, it's almost beach weather. Uh, it would be a stunning day for going down to the beach and lazing around, except as of yesterday, my local council has closed all the beaches here in the city of Kingston. Now, I happen to live in a beachside suburb in Melbourne. In fact, both Parkdale and Mentone beaches are within walking distance of my house. Uh, despite though the close proximity, I have a, just a little confession to make. I rarely wander down to the, the beach, uh, to the sand and to the water. As a lifelong Melbourneian, I reckon Melbourne and beach have never quite synchronised. Uh, you know, as it might do, say, for Sydney. Melbourne should be about the food and the culture enjoyed under gloomy skies and drizzly rain, not this pseudo-subtropical lifestyle that you might have in Byron Bay or, or in Bondi. Now, speaking of Bondi, a couple of days ago we discovered that Melburnians are as poor at doing maths as our northerly neighbours in Sydney. Only a couple of days ago, when we were tutting the, you know, the masses who were congregating at Bondi Beach because they were flouting the, the new social distancing rules, but then yesterday we find out in St Kilda Beach, well, we're as stupid as those in Sydney. And so the warning came to us yesterday. Stay at home. Don't go to the beach. Stay at home. Now, these new limitations that are being brought to bear on our lives are going to be a challenge to many of us. We don't like our, our freedoms being curbed, like the, the law of Moses. We read a prohibition and subconsciously we're, we're beginning to plot, how can I break it? Here in Australia, we've been living the dream for many years. We, we have maximised pleasure and autonomy. Melbourne, of course, is regularly voted the most livable city in the world, and not without good reasons. But what are we discovering now? All this is fleeting. The good life is not so certain. The book of Ecclesiastes, I reckon, should become required reading for this season. We would do well to listen to the wise person and in their pursuit for meaning. Ecclesiastes 1 says, I said to myself, come now, I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. But they also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is madness. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the, the few days of their lives. I, understood, I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I bought slaves, and I had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself, and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers, and a harem as well, the delights of a man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone else in Jerusalem before me. In all this my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil. Yet, when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless. A chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. 
Now, this COVID-19 crisis will eventually subside and a new normalcy will settle into our lives. We will again return to the beaches and to the footy. Again, we'll hang out at the cafe and the pub and, and splurge on shopping and holidays. And, and these can be good things to enjoy. But will we learn the lessons that are now being forced upon us? How will we understand life's meaning? Will we return to all of those extras and, and scoff them down to make up for lost time? Will we discern that contentment and happiness can be had without them? Here is a simple word of advice. Don't waste your stay at home. This forced home stay presents us with an opportunity and, and a, a unique moment. We could, by God's grace, learn the answers to those biggest and most important questions. Now, accompanying these social closures are some very real dangers. Uh, we can anticipate growing social distancing and loneliness. Authorities have good reason to be fearful of increased domestic violence in our homes. We need to be conscious of these awful realities and to combat them. And so without diminishing the, the negative, there are also enormous benefits and possibilities to be seized upon at this time. Just quickly, here are a few. One, we can spend more quality time with our children. Two, we can rediscover the long-lost art of creative thinking. Three, we can reevaluate the big questions of life. Four, we have the time now to form healthy spiritual disciplines to regularly pray and read our Bible. Five, we can catch up on sleep. Six, we can develop intentional habits for looking out for friends and neighbours. And seven, we can learn how to enjoy and to be content with the simple things. So how are you planning to maximize your homestay?